You are Locked On Patriots, your daily New England Patriots podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. To all of you Foxborough faithful, you are now locked in to the Locked On Patriots podcast. It is Monday, April 26, 2021, and it's time once again for some hashtag Locked On Murph mocks and musings here on your daily home for news notes and analysis infused with the occasional opinion on your six-time Super Bowl champions, the New England Patriots. Locked On Patriots is presented today by Built Bar. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order. Greetings and salutations, Patriots Nation. Thank you for joining me here on the pod to kick off NFL Draft Week 2021. My name is Mike DeBate, your host of the Locked On Patriots podcast, which of course is a proud part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And folks, because it's your team every day, that means your questions, comments, and feedback are always welcomed, very much encouraged. So share that feedback and send it to the internet by reaching out to me and following me on Twitter at M-D-A-B-A-T-E-F-P-C. And while you're out there doing some Monday meandering through the Twitterverse, please be sure to follow the Locked On Patriots account as well at L-O underscore Patriots. Patriots fans, the days of mocking the draft, musing the draft, or prognosticating on the draft are slowly coming to an end. This Thursday, April 29th, Cleveland, Ohio, the 2021 NFL Draft kicks off. And today being the Monday beginning draft week, you know what that means. That's right, the rumor mill is churning along at full capacity. Everyone wants to know, what are the Patriots going to do? Are they finally going to make this the year that they move up in the NFL draft and draft their quarterback of the future? Will they move up to draft another position of need, maybe wide receiver? Will they roll the dice, take their chances, and stand pat at the number 15 pick? Or will Bill do what every fan is hoping he doesn't do? I shouldn't say all fans. Some of you actually understand what Bill does when he trades back in the draft. Whether you like it, whether you dislike it, whether you agree with it, or whether you don't, Bill Belichick will always look to maximize what he believes to be the best draft value. And as much as you may not want to hear it, and as much as I may not want to even say it, trading back in the draft is something Bill Belichick is definitely considering. But most of the rumors that are circulating here on this Monday involve Bill making that elusive and uncharacteristic move to trade up in the NFL draft. Between Sunday night and Monday morning, we've heard a lot from several top NFL minds in the field. Tom Palacero of the NFL Network, Peter King of NBC Sports, Albert Breer of Monday Morning Quarterback have all suggested that the Patriots are seriously considering a move up in this draft. And again, while it's totally possible that the Patriots might choose to move up to fill another position of need, it's most likely that they would be moving up to acquire a quarterback. But which quarterback are they looking to draft? Well, also over the weekend, we heard numerous reports that the San Francisco 49ers, who currently hold the third pick in the draft, have narrowed their choices to either Alabama's Mac Jones or North Dakota State's Trey Lance. This sent the NFL rumor mill into a bit of a tailspin, wondering where's Justin Fields? Is this smoke and mirrors? Are the San Francisco 49ers just posturing? Do they have their eye on Fields and simply trying to downplay it to throw other teams off? Or is there something in Fields' resume or in what they've seen from him on the field during pro days that lead them to believe that he's simply not the guy for them going forward? If that's the case, 
do the Patriots now look at this as an opportunity to trade up and procure field services? And there's really no questioning Justin Fields' talent. He has the ability to be a dual-threat quarterback, he can tuck the ball, extend plays with his legs, and he's also a much better passer than I believe he gets credit for. But the bottom line is this, folks. Is Justin Fields that can't-miss quarterback prospect that would make Bill Belichick go outside of his comfort zone, trade up, and procure his services for 2021 and beyond? Pats fans, that might be the most important question in Patriots Nation right now. Luckily for us, my guest today has an answer to that question for you. That's right, it's Monday, so you know what that means. Hashtag Locked On Murph Monday with our main man, the Green King of Sting himself, Thomas Murphy. And Murph and I will take a dive into those Patriots rumors, and not just when it comes to draft prospects. There were some other rumors that dropped over the weekend that indicated that the San Francisco 49ers might be a little more open now to trading Jimmy Garoppolo. Another rumor floating around out there is that the Atlanta Falcons may be looking to unload Julio Jones and his monster contract. Could either of them end up in New England? Well, Murph has some pretty strong opinions on that, and he'll share those with us today. Also, it is still Interactive Mock Draft Monday, and although Murph does not mock the draft... You all know that we here at the Locked On Podcast Network have been participating in the Ultimate Mock Draft since last Monday, April 19th. Well, for those of you that have listened to the Ultimate Mock Draft or tuned into Thursday's episode, know that I stood pat with the number 15 pick for the New England Patriots and selected Alabama quarterback Mac Jones. Today, Murph puts me on the hot seat. He's going to bring his green wisdom in council and give me the grade by mocking me and not the draft. Last but certainly not least, Murph and I will close out Interactive Mock Draft Monday by mocking a draft that was sent to us by someone who's developing quite the draft following the last few weeks. Faithful Locked On Patriots listener Mike Biscardi submitted a pretty aggressive draft on Friday, one that saw the Patriots delve into the trade market not once, not twice, not even three times, but four times, and came away with a pretty impressive draft haul. Murph and I will provide our thoughts on Mike's mock, And folks, trust us, this is truly one of the more unique mock drafts that I've come across in the last few weeks. Pats fans, an action-packed agenda on the pod today. It's hashtag Locked On Murph Monday. It's interactive Mock Draft Monday. And Murph and I will muse the draft and address all of those prominent draft rumors when it comes to your New England Patriots when the Locked On Patriots podcast continues. But first, Patriots fans, listen up. Nugenix, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC, is offering a complimentary bottle to all football fans in America. To get your complimentary bottle of Nugenix Total T, text DRAFT to 231-231. This unique man-boosting formula is powered by Testofen, which helps boost free testosterone and total testosterone levels and increase energy and lean muscle mass. Plus, text now, and they'll include a bottle of Nugenics Thermo, their most popular fat incinerator ever with key ingredients to help you get back in shape absolutely free. Text DRAFT, D-R-A-F-T, to 231-231. That's DRAFT, 231-231. Message and data rates may apply. Locked on listeners, football games on the field may be over, but the NBA and the NHL are in full swing, and in case you haven't noticed, we are on the threshold of the 2021 NFL Draft. When you want to put your prognostication skills to the test, there is only one place that has you covered, and one place we trust. 
BetOnline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. But BetOnline even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. They give you real-time, updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Simply put, BetOnline has you covered for all the news, all the scores, and all the odds. It's the best way to place your bets. And here's the best part, folks. It's free to sign up. Head over to their website, betonline.ag, today, or use your mobile device to sign up and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use the promo code Locked On. Don't sit on the sidelines any longer. Get in on the action. Visit betonline.ag today, sign up, and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use the promo code Locked On. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Football fans, this year, the Locked On Podcast Network is partnering with the Draft Network to cover the NFL Draft live. Get insight and analysis from Locked On local experts and the Draft Network's national experts. Subscribe to the Locked On NFL YouTube page to watch live three-day coverage of the NFL Draft, April 29th through May 1st. As I said to start us up today, Patriots fans, it is draft week, and already... The speculation machine is in full effect. Your New England Patriots, always the subject of much rumor and innuendo. And this time, it just might be warranted. Or is it? Well, let's not forget that today is also Monday. So you know what that means. That's right, folks. The green wisdom in council to tell us like it is. Your favorite and mine, my benefactor in this business, the only guest on this pod with his very own branded hashtag, of Murphy Fisto himself, the legendary Thomas Murphy, is back for his weekly appearance here on Locked On Patriots. Thank you for coming to me in friendship and for joining me to help kick off draft week here on the pod, Don Murph. It's about bloody time, isn't it? Wow. <laughs> wow. It, it, it's, been, it's been a long time coming, man, to finally get here to, you know, Christmas week. The, the, the holidays are here. They're beginning. I've got my... Uh, my turkey defrosting, and then I, I can't wait, man. Let, let, let's find, let's get into it. Let's break down a couple more, talk some rumors, and 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 just wake up and have it be Thursday. Oh, absolutely! I couldn't agree more. And look, you know, <laughs> bottom line is, but it's uh, it's been a long time coming. And as uh, Michael Corleone would say, there are things being negotiated that'll solve all your problems and answer all your questions. That's all we can tell you about our business right now. But you know what? Murph and I are going to do the best we can to talk business, Patriots business today, um, because we make Mondays fun, bud. It belongs to you. You've got the hashtag, and you've earned that hashtag in droves, buddy. One of my favorite days of the week, and you're the reason why. Hashtag Locked On Murph Monday will always live here on Locked On Patriots. Thank you. And, oh, you're very welcome. You're very welcome. Who else? Who, who else could I ask here to come in on a Monday and bat lead off and knock it out of the park every single time um as a reminder folks today is still musings on the draft monday here on the pod because murph and i again do not mock the draft not that there's anything wrong with that we like people that mock the draft um and today we're going to bring interactive mock drafts to a full circle concept uh as we're going to use as our muse a draft that got a great deal of attention on the Twitterverse over the weekend, submitted by who is quickly becoming a trusted draft mind in this region, our good friend Mike Biscardi. And also, folks, Murph's going to put me on the hot seat in just a moment, and you're not going to want to miss this. But first, buddy, 
the Patriots rumor mill churning once again. You knew this was going to happen. It's inevitable. It's draft week. Let the games begin. Numerous predictions and prognostications. um, Just inevitable at this time of year, especially when it comes to the Pats. And over the weekend, we started to hear some rumblings that kind of had a ripple effect on Patriots Nation. And that was that the San Francisco 49ers, employing a quarterback that we know very well in Jimmy Garoppolo, had reportedly narrowed their choices with the number three pick either to Trey Lance or to Mac Jones. And conspicuous by his absence on that list was Ohio State's Justin Fields. People automatically starting to wonder whether or not he's dropping down on the board. Is it medical? Is there something wrong? Uh, Is his dedication to football again being questioned? A lot of question marks about what might happen with Justin and who might be one of those teams that might make the leapfrog up to make a, uh, um, a trade, even as high as the fourth pick. We follow those rumors up, bud, with Monday morning's addition to the rumor mill that our beloved New England Patriots were showing strong interest in trading up in this draft. Now, that's presumably for a quarterback, but really, folks, if we're being honest, anything's on the table, especially when it comes to Bill Belichick. And, buddy, the Hot Take Hotel is buzzing with rumors about Justin Fields ending up in Patriots blue. We're even hearing some rumors that the Atlanta Falcons might have Julio Jones on the block, that San Francisco might again be willing to trade Jimmy Garoppolo. The floodgates are wide open, but and it's only going to get worse between now and Thursday. You tell it like it is. Yours is an insight I hold in the highest regard. How much stock do you put into all this trade rumor talk? Um, really all-encompassing. And if the Patriots do make that trade up in this draft, do you believe that Justin Fields is the guy to do it for? Um, it, the hot take hotel is 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 putting it um, mildly. Um, the, the only thing that I can think about with um, to this is the fact that you know may, this is the time of year when when somebody you know refused to pet a, pet your puppy or kiss your baby or <laughs> anything else that they might come up with, and it. All this media-driven hype is—is—it gets old, and this year it got old really quick, and we had to put up with it for two weeks more. Um, as for you know Julio Jones, um, it, it's—they could want to move on to on from him, the Falcons, but I mean right now, who who has the room to put twenty-two million dollars on their on their cap? Um, I I know I know the Patriots don't. Um, I, I know uh, most contending teams don't, and I don't think Julio's going to be, you know, too thrilled getting sent to a place where he is, you know, being used as a name draw for for the remainder of his career because we all know he's not 22 anymore. Um, so yeah, th- that's that's the way I feel about that. As as it comes to you know the top of this draft with. Um, with with fields and and with trey lance and it's it's so confuzzled that you really don't know what's going on the teams are putting out information and misinformation trying to mess with everybody else and it's really it's a pain in the ass because everybody else has had their boards done for two weeks now uh it it goes goes back to what we were saying you know mike florio came out with with a, a comment yesterday that i really could not believe uh talking about bill belichick going to to pick up the the keys to the city to of annapolis and you know questioning why he would take time up the board's done 
They they already they've already talked to everybody. They've already seen everybody that they want to do. The board vertically and horizontally, as we both know, the Patriots do it in this in this um, in this region as to how they attack the draft has already been mapped out. Anything anybody else is saying right now means absolutely nothing. They've done all their homework. They've done I hate it due diligence on everyone, and and they already have their plan going in. They just want to see if anybody throws a monkey wrench. Uh, from now until then. As for trading up, no, I don't think that they're going to trade up for somebody. I'm, I'm finally getting to your, your initial question. I don't think they're going to end up trading up unless somebody that they absolutely love slips and they don't think that they're going to get past, say, Denver. Yeah, I have a tendency to agree with you on this. I know it's a popular subject out there. Which right part? Now, I talked for five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I agree with it all. But I mean, yeah. bottom line is, yes, first of all, I agree with you on Julio Jones. I think that if Julio is going to be moved, it's going to be to a team that, first of all, can accommodate the cap hit, uh, which are very, very few and far between at this point. But also a team that's going to be able to provide him with the opportunity to either contend or win or really enhance his brand. And I don't see right. a lot of that out there right now. I'm sorry, folks. I just don't see it here in New England. Yeah, um, yeah. And in that regard, absolutely. Uh, I think, you know, Dallas obviously would be. You know, be a team that's always you know, just interested. That out they're there. always rumored, <laughs> but they're always rumored. I mean, anytime yep. a big time, you know, player might be made available by trade, Dallas is only always thrown in there, whether they're in contention, whether they're not, because they have the wallet to do it. It's right. like the Yankees in Major League Baseball. Every player that's available all of a sudden is rumored to that team because it helps for bidding. It's a trick of the agents, and it usually works well. So I do agree with you when it comes to that. I also agree with you that the Patriots are not going to be trading up when it comes to this draft. I do think that there is merit in trying to explore an option to trade up for a guy like Justin Fields because I think that generational type of talent that he can provide is something that the Patriots would at least be interested in. But at the end of the day, I just don't see it coming together in that fashion. I think the Patriots are going to take the long approach. I think they're going to sit back, see what's what. And uh, for better or for worse, I see them picking at number 15. Now, again, Bill Belichick is always predictably unpredictable. And if he decides that he wants to go in that direction again, folks, I will definitely come back to this moment and tell you that I was dead wrong. I'm giving you my opinion. But as always, anything is on the table. I'm not saying it's going to happen just the way I believe it to happen. And but. Again, I hold your opinion in the highest regard. In fact, I will say the highest regard. And as you know, we here at the Locked On Podcast Network have been <laughs> participating in the ultimate mock draft. The ultimate. Presented by the ultimate. I feel like Vince McMahon. The ultimate mock draft. Um, you know, presented by Odyssey Sports and the Locked On Podcast Network. And uh, what you just had to say kind of leads me nicely into this because, Murph, I'm going to ask you to put me on the hot seat right now and uh i had the chance uh to make a pick for the new england patriots in this ultimate mock draft and i stood pat at number 15 did not trade up uh 14 of my colleagues resisted the urge to hop aboard the mac jones trade but i did hop aboard that with the pick i did select mac in this draft and as the great don would say but i will give you my reasons um The Patriots have a glaring need at the position. I don't think anybody can deny that, especially in the future. Regardless of what you think they're going to do this year, they need to find their quarterback of the future, that quarterback that's going to bring this team into hopefully uh, their next, uh, you know, realm of contention. And 
to me, the best way to fit into the Patriots offense is as a quarterback is to win the pre-snap reads, make mm-hmm. anticipatory throws, demonstrate the ability to get the ball out on time, step up into the pocket, make a strike when you need to do that. Um, I've seen Mac Jones do that. I've seen him do it time and time again, especially this past season. And the team that the Patriots would surround him with, especially when it comes to the play calling ability and the playmakers, I think would give him an opportunity to flourish. Maybe not this year, but beyond. But this move had its share of detractors, as you can imagine. I heard from them in droves, believe me, especially when you take under the account that on our big draft board, Micah Parsons was still available. Mm-hmm. Um, Caleb Farley was still available. Christian Darasaw was still available. Oh. I know, a lot of controversy here, bud. So because it wouldn't be interactive mock draft Monday unless you unleashed your inner Vincent LaGuardia Gambini, bud. Uh, don't mock the draft, but mock me. You know, I feel like Chamberlain Howard. Are you mocking me, Murph? Uh, I want you to mock me today. Let the green wisdom in council come out. Let's get the green grade. How did I do when it comes to selecting Mac? And what would you have done in my circumstances? Well, um, what I would have done is is hem and haw the way I often do. <laughs> and then please myself and take an offensive lineman. <laughs> <laughs> um no, I, 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 I can't rip this I can't rip this apart. You did not trade up. You did not give away any of the future. What is happening here now is a a good building block. As as most people don't understand when they're talking about higher profile um, wide receivers that were brought in by other clubs. What Bill did this year with the receivers that he brought in, he inked them for an extended period of time, three, four year deals. Um, this is, it's not all about this season. And uh, Mac Jones is probably the most ready to come in and start right away and be able to build over the next two or three years with this group. So no, I, I really I can't I can't rip it apart. But I mean just understand what you're talking about, people, and who you're talking about when you select a Mac Jones. You're getting Andy Dalton. All right. You're getting maybe a um little less mobile Steve Grogan. Um and that's fine. That that that's good. He is not one of um one of the top uh, choices in this draft with, with as to where his ceiling is, but I believe he has the highest floor. And so, no, I can't, I can't say, you know, this is a huge mistake, but what you're not getting here is you're not getting Deshaun Watson. You're not getting Andrew Luck. Um, you are getting a, a, a good steady quarterback that is going to be here for the next eight to 10 years. So I'm, I'm fine with it, with the fact that you didn't have to move up to make this deal, even with the guys that were, that were still on the, um, on the, the board when you made the pick. Yeah. And a lot of that, I uh, appreciate, first of all, I thank you for seeing that because that wasn't always seen uh, with some of the feedback that I got with this uh, for Full disclosure, I did consider making the move up. I tried to work out a little bit of a deal either to trade up for a guy like Fields or a guy like Trey Lance. Uh, In our mock draft, Fields went off the board at number three to the San Francisco 49ers, so that really wasn't going to happen. Uh, Trey Lance ended up going off the board at number eight to the Carolina Panthers. Um, So, you know, there's a lot that uh, They can roll those dice. 
Exactly. And they can't, even with the addition of Sam Darnold, you still look yep. at what Carolina did and it gives them options. Uh, guys like JC Horn and Patrick Sertan uh, are, were off the board. Uh, they were both taken by Denver and Dallas, uh, respectively. Rashawn Slater was off the Needs board. Jalen Waddle and Devontae Smith. Absolutely. Uh, yep. So those types of, uh, of um, moves that were available to me were simply not available at the time. So Mac was not a guy that I was going to move up for in any way, shape, or form. But having him sit there at number 15 and knowing the value that he can provide to me was too much to uh, uh, to lay off of, especially with the quarterback class next year looking a bit suspect. So, you know, you look at what the Patriots were able to do or what they're going to be able to do. Uh, it's never an exact science. And uh, I thank you for being, uh, uh, you know, relatively uh, level-headed when it comes to uh, to my grade. Uh, I, I thank you. I really do. You're firm but fair. I accept your grade. Uh, Just one espresso uh, this morning. <laughs> absolutely. That's good. See, that's it. <laughs> but, uh, you know, but we can't end on that note because Murph and I need to reteam here. We need to do some draft musings in tandem. And we will, everyone, because in just a moment, Murph and I are going to muse the draft one more time in a trade happy mock draft that might not give the fans everything they want. But in my humble opinion, I think this one gives them everything that they need. More Locked On Murph Monday when the Locked On Patriots podcast continues. Locked On listeners, you've heard the phrase often imitated but never duplicated. It's used so often in professional sports. And let's face it, only the best teams and athletes can provide the best results. And the only ones who can provide the best, healthy, low-calorie, and delicious treats to satisfy all of your snacking needs are the ones who provided the best in the first place. That's right, I'm talking about Built Bar, because no one can do it like they do it. Built Bars feature 100% real chocolate. They're soft, they're easy to chew, and they're available in a multitude of delicious flavors. Built Bar is not only low-calorie and low-sugar, but it's also high-protein and high-fiber. Built Bar has no crazy additives, half the calories of its most popular competitors, and get this, seven times fewer carbs, seven times fewer grams of sugar, and more protein. So don't delay, do it today. Prepare your taste buds for wow and make Built Bar your go-to protein bar right now. Go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Locked On listeners, the ultimate mock draft 2021 presented by Locked On and Odyssey is happening right now. Featuring analysis from NFL experts Michael Irvin, Jason LaConfora, and Brian Baldinger. Also, our local experts for every team making trades and picking their team's next stars. Search the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 on the new Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Odyssey is your audio home for all the sports, podcasts, music, and news that matter to you. That's A-U-D-A-C-Y. Patriots fans, Thomas Murphy joins me here on the pod today. Hashtag Locked On Murph Monday in our final Locked On, Locked On Murph Monday before the 2021 NFL Draft. And Murph, over the weekend, uh, we were among the draft minds in the area that were tagged in a mock draft that was getting a little bit of extra buzz uh, over the course of the last couple of days, submitted by our mutual friend, Mike Biscardi. He can be found on Twitter, folks, at Mike Biscardi. That's B-I-S-C-A-R-D-I. And Mike loves this time of year, as we all do. He's been providing some interesting mock drafts throughout the past few weeks leading up to the draft. 
we have the uh, the pleasure of being tagged in them on a regular basis. But in his latest, I, I thought he really hit a very intriguing note because he really put the trade uh, machine into full effect, if you don't mind me saying so. He has the Patriots moving back 11 spots in the first round. First trading with the Indianapolis Colts, he sent picks number 15 and number 197 to Indy for pick 21 and a 2022 first rounder. Right. Then he goes ahead and ships number 21 to Cleveland for their number 26 pick and another 2022 first rounder. So a little bit of a haul there, a little bit of an interesting uh, move trading, you know, back not once but twice. And then at 26, Mike has the Patriots snagging linebacker Zayvon Collins out of Tulsa. And to get him in this part of the draft, I think, is pretty savvy. Uh, someone, I think, Collins has the chance to end up being one of the true gems of this draft. One of the more NFL-ready players, I think, in this class. But there are other some high, there are other, there are other highlights here in this draft as well. Elijah Moore of Mississippi, a wide receiver, he goes at number forty six to the Pats. Jamin Davis, Kentucky linebacker, we've talked about him several times. He gets nabbed at the one hundredth pick because yet again, <laughs> Mike's got the trade you know machine in full effect. He ships number ninety six and number two forty two over to the Tennessee Titans, who in return gives the Patriots number 100 and number 126 Murph before we get into the latter part of this draft some of the hidden gems and some of the diamonds in the rough what was your reaction to the trades and what the Pats came away with here especially knowing that they were able to get Collins Moore and Davis as the early round gems of this draft for the Pats yeah, I, I thought it was brilliant. Um, I thought he traded like a complete master. And if the top end of this draft falls out this way, <laughs> I will dance my entire my entire way from here to Foxborough and back <laughs> three times. It, 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 it was a it's it's truly a brilliant draft. I don't know how it got um, got panned the way it did. Uh, I love Collins. Um, I think he's probably the second best linebacker in this draft and he grabbed him at 26 elijah moore you can't go wrong with an old miss guy can you <laughs> um and uh and then of course uh jamin davis who we've talked about extensively who was one of my um my perfect patriots uh this year the thing of it the thing of it is i don't see him lasting to 100 uh anymore um, this was a guy that, that people were talking about in the third round that now um, are being, you know, promoted so much that they're, he's being talked about as maybe the fourth or fifth best linebacker in this entire draft class. And some people have him ranked even higher than that. So I'm not sure if he will be there. Um, but, but no, it, it, it's a fantastic um, – trip that that he made through this mock draft his trading was was excellent i i gave it an a plus on both deals um i really loved it and uh you know picking up first rounders uh in in 2002 just amazing and the the talent that he brought back we we've talked you know about impact players that are needed on this team early and he went out and got three of them yeah, he really did. And I agree with you on Davis, by the way. I think that there's a lot of light, especially in the last couple of weeks, that's been um, yep. shined on him. And I think that's going to increase his draft stock. Yeah, I don't see him fault. lasting to number. Yeah. 
Mark. We could have had a diamond in the rough. You got to keep yep. it under you know, the radar. You got to keep him hidden. But uh, no, all kidding aside, I mean, there was no other you know way that this guy was going to remain uh, untapped for long. Mm-hmm. And that really is the potential in Davis's game. He's got great length. Uh, he can really, I think, break down blocks with the best of them. Uh, he really also showcases a lot of power after the snap. He can get under the blocks. He can get to uh, uh, to the opposing ball carriers, and he can really be a dual threat, whether defending against the run or the pass. I like Davis yep. an awful lot, and this, to me, was one of the reasons why I loved this draft from Mike. Um, and, of course, Collins, you hit the nail on the head when it comes to Collins. Uh, Evan Lazar joined me here a couple of weeks ago and basically said that he was one of his draft crushes uh, heading into this draft, basically yep. saying that when it comes to NFL ready, when it comes to his ability to fit into any type of scheme that you need him to fit into, it's one of those guys that does everything well, takes direction well. Edmonds. Yeah, he, absolutely. That's a good comparison. That really is someone that takes directions well, but also yep. can put it into effect on the field. And you can't ask for more than that in a Bill Belichick system, uh, especially the way Bill loves to employ his linebackers. So good job right off the bat by Mike. But last but not least, bud, Mike wasn't done yet because he attacked the mid to late rounds by nabbing players that have caught your affection over the course of the last month or so. <laughs> Amari Rodgers, sure Demetric Felton, uh, perfect Patriots in this offense, according to Murph. Uh, Amari was uh, uh, um, Evan's uh, second draft crush, by the way. So uh, I'm sure he loved this draft by Mike Biscardi as well. Yep. Demetric Felton, of course, you've been very vocal about your affections for him. Um oh. Benjamin St. Juice of Minnesota enhancing the defensive backfield. He was able to pick him up at pick number 105 for the New England Patriots. And tackle Brady Christensen of BYU, who is just not very well loved by our friends over at uh, uh, Pro Football Focus. But I think it's a solid pick. I I actually think this kid's a pretty good swing tackle. Murph, how would you grade Mike's late draft haul here when it comes to how he did in the first and really rounding this draft out with, I think, some solid additions here, uh, maybe some steals uh, at certain positions as well? Yeah, I thought St. Juice was was the biggest steal in the in the bottom, the middle half portion of this draft. I had to give that an A+. I think he's fantastic. Um, you know how I feel about Rodgers and Felton. We, we've talked about it at nauseum, um, and it's, it's, it's nice to see that some people are reading what I'm saying out there, <laughs> reading what I'm having. And, um, but, but no, Brady Christensen, a fantastic pick. I don't understand the C-plus grade at 126. I think he could go you know, just outside the top 100, so I think that was a fantastic um, pick. Tonga, another good solid pick, a rotational Good guy, choice. somebody that's going to be uh, that's going to come in here and work his ass off and be a part of this team this year. We're not talking about somebody that's going to need a red shirt year. This kid does it all, and he does it all well. You know, there's nothing, nothing great, nothing jumps out at you with his numbers. Um, it, you also have to consider. You know the competition that he went up against this year. He he just he looked really good. I don't understand the C plus grade on that from the uh, PFF people. That's a B grab at one thirty nine for me. Yeah, without any question, I think that uh, you know that was uh, to me a, a very good uh, point as well. Feltman one twenty two A plus. <laughs> yeah, oh, absolutely, of course. We everybody knew that, and, and we all knew that coming in. And look, I agree with you again. Not a whole lot of love for Demetric Felton from our guys over at uh, Pro Football Focus, but you know what? 
we, we live to see, uh, you know, these, these grades get broken and hopefully, you know, it's extra motivation for a guy like Dimitrik who really comes in, I think with a little bit of a chip on his shoulder, maybe this is something that, uh, uh, that propels him a little, uh, but I agree with you. I think that's a great pick at number 122. Obviously Rogers at 120 yeah. would be amazing, uh, especially with the loss of Julian Edelman. He fits right in there. St. Just is someone that I agree with you and a Christensen is, is a yeah. top 10 offensive tackle in this, in this draft. He, he's yeah. One of the, the, he's, he's inside the top 10 and you're grabbing him there and and pfs f is just on drugs these people are on dope <laughs> well you know and i and i really again i'm not sure you know what they're seeing I'm, I'm not criticizing anybody for it but i think he does a pretty good job of handling edge defenders yep. um obviously his ideal role is going to be someone that uh is able to defend or able to uh, protect a power running scheme and right. I think that's exactly what uh, what he might do, especially here in New England. If they continue to trend in that direction, this is a really good backup swing offensive tackle that could play the left, could play the right, uh, and uh, really I think provides some uh, some solid protection. So I like Brady at uh, at this uh, move. I love Tonga at one thirty nine. I think there's another. If, steal if you don't and... know Tonga, guys, just think of Danny Shelton, and and then you you've got Tonga. That's exactly that's who I'm seeing. You know. Yeah. Six foot two, three twenty-five, just eats up people, and uh, and takes up space. He, he he'll he takes on multiple blockers, and gives what the Patriots are going to want to do with this linebacking core the freedom to do that. And I thought I said fantastic pick, bud, fantastic pick. Yeah, absolutely. I really love that. If that's the way you can anchor your your draft and that's uh, the way that you can yep. round it out you know you've done a successful job so mike thank you so much for submitting what is the final interactive mock draft here on mock draft it. monday before the nfl draft coming up on thursday bud and we've had a blast being able to break these down folks every single one of you that have submitted drafts to locked on patriots murph and i thank you we love you we appreciate all of the support and again uh, murph and i will continue hashtag locked on murph monday here uh just because the draft will be in the books at this time next week folks does not mean that our analysis will be it is just beginning murph and i breaking down all the picks and we'll continue to do that right until the opening of training camp when the new england patriots will finally start to set this roster but in the meantime my friend you lend your wisdom and counsel like no other your family here on locked on patriots you know that you always will be Folks, you should already be following this man. But for any of our new listeners, please follow my good friend, the Count of Murphy Fisto, on Twitter, at TMurph207. Never miss Murph's Monster Keys columns, his Perfect Patriot columns. Murph's going to have plenty to say between now and Thursday and into the weekend for the Patriots draft. And again, anything he puts out there is always point, click, and learn material. Proudly found on DieHardBostonSportsFans.com. And of course, never miss an episode of One Patriot's Place with Murph, our great mutual friend Steve Balistrieri, and of course, the Countess of Class herself, Miss Claire Cooper. Buddy, what can I say? Thank you again, my good man. Honored and humbled, as always, by your presence. Thank you so much for always having me, Mike. Yeah, it gives me reason to get out of bed on a Monday morning. And, uh, <laughs> and my, my wife appreciates that. 
<laughs> Absolutely. And you give us a reason to listen every Monday, uh, and we do appreciate that as well. So, bud, enjoy the draft this week. Enjoy the coverage. And, uh, folks, we'll be back here next Monday on Locked On Murph Monday to bring you all the results from the draft. But, Murph, in the meantime, stay safe and stay well. And we look forward to breaking all of what the Patriots had in store for all of us all along right here next week on Locked On Patriots, bud. Thank you, my friend. I'm always here for you. Patriots fans, we are one day down and one day closer to the 2021 NFL Draft starting this Thursday, April 29th. And folks, we have only begun to scratch the surface of our draft coverage here on Locked On Patriots. We've interviewed a lot of draft experts throughout the past few weeks. Patriots insiders, NFL insiders, they've all given us their thoughts on what the Patriots might do in the upcoming draft. But tomorrow here on the pod, we'll be getting a unique and different perspective. If you think we all here in the media or as fans are excited about this draft, imagine someone who has designs on hearing his own name called throughout the process. Tomorrow here on the pod, we have potential 2021 NFL draftee, Safety, Tariq Thompson, formerly of San Diego State. Tariq is one of the more versatile defensive backs in the 2021 NFL Draft. The more footage I've seen on him, the more I become a fan. And his name has been mentioned as of late among those players that might be drawing interest from your New England Patriots. So tomorrow on the pod, we'll be getting Tariq's first-hand point of view on the draft process and whether he's given any thought to the possibility that he could be wearing Patriot Blue in 2021. Folks, an action-packed and exciting show on tap for tomorrow, so to be sure that you do not miss a single second of the action, follow the Locked On Patriots podcast on platforms such as the Odyssey app, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. Just make sure that you are staying locked in to Locked On Patriots. Once again, Pats fans, my name is Mike DeBate. I thank my good friend Thomas Murphy for his time, his insight, and his appearance on today's pod. But most of all, I thank you so much for listening and for continuing to make Locked On Patriots a daily part of your New England Patriots coverage. Until tomorrow, Pats Nation, stay safe, stay well, always be the change you wish to see in the world. Have a great day, everyone.